See this? This is my boomstick! got news for you, pal. You ain't leading but two things right now. Jack and shit. And Jack left town. Yes, yeah, time to make the magic, as they say. Hey, or is, it, or is, is it time to make the donuts? Whatever. Whatever pays better, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I think donuts might pay better. This is than. Slow Robot A Go-Go. Big Show 171. Oh my gosh, that it's, many? It's a lot of movies. My name's Mal, with me as always. Dr. Morbius. But uh-oh, also with us today, special guest. Special guest star from... Up north is up, up north Canada? No. Maybe Ocala, Florida. Oh, that's that's Georgia. A little What's Georgia. What's your name, sir? Joust. Oh Joust? my god, Joust. I've I've heard of you before. <laughs> I think you've been on the you've been talked about. I had you've written uh, stuff quite to a bit. Us. Yeah, yeah, you've written you've been writing the show? and yeah. uh, you know, you're I need fa- to do more of that, I think. Yeah. You need to do more writing? More writing to you. Okay. So you know that, you know, yeah, that you can Someone's write. Someone's out there. Someone's out. Is anybody out there? <laughs> is anybody out there? Isn't that a Pink Floyd song? Sure is. I think I don't know, but anyway, yeah, we got we got a three man show. Yep. This week, so extra extra greatness for all the fans <laughs> out there. Let's not get crazy. Extra yeah. special greatness, <laughs> and we've got a great movie too. Let greatness me tell you. Greatness is an adjective overused in today's world. I guess. Yeah. Well, you know. I mean. Wow. You're promising an, quite a bit. Or, or an agita <laughs> overused, but... Uh, I think someone had too much caffeine this morning, maybe. You're, you're, feeling, <laughs> feeling, you're feeling your oats or something. I don't know, it's crazy. No, just speed. Nice. <laughs> yeah, well, that's, you know... <laughs> okay, same thing, you know, anyway. So, yeah, we got Joust here, and we got, like, a, we got, like, a great movie, and we got a lot of talking to do. Yeah. Can I just tell you the four interesting facts about Joust, real quick? Sure. Sure, tell us okay. all four. Joust. Number one. Number one, Joust has had a gun pointed to his face... Okay. Interesting. Number two, Joust has been shot. Ooh, wow. wow. He's been shot? You, you have to explain that one. Now. Yeah, yeah. Number three, Joust has been threatened by a prominent mob family. Whoa. So were you moved? He was moved to Ocala. Uh, yeah, he was moved. He was, I, didn't, I, didn't know that, I, I didn't know you were in hiding from like, like Upper Henry New Hill. York. Yeah, yeah. He's like Henry Hill. And number four, Joust has been questioned by the FBI. Yeah. Wow. I've le- I've led a very dull life. Yeah, I just I've been shot by a BB gun, which you have yeah. been too. These are all true facts, but none of them are related, and no. none of them amounted to anything. <laughs> now tell yeah. us about the shot one. That's an interesting. Yeah, that one. is. A sh- oh, how were you shot? Where were you? Shot? I was probably sixteen. Okay. I was driving uh, with my friend and my dad. Was it a convertible or yeah, something? Yeah, it was a Mustang. Uh, wow. Sixty. I want to say sixty-seven. You would like. You would really want that. A the top. It was a convertible. Top was down, mm-hmm. and I feel something hit my knee like it felt like a wasp or something like a little sting and what it was it was just a 22 caliber bullet someone was shooting out in the country it was at the end of its velocity at the end of its re- it happened oh, wow. to hit me in the knee didn't even break the skin but I still say hey okay. I've been shot oh it didn't break <laughs> the skin no no I'm bulletproof oh. apparently yeah. so <laughs> Super wow nice. so that, that, that was your one shot that was like hitting the lottery uh-oh. You know? Wouldn't that be funny if everyone had, like, one tiny spot that was bulletproof, but you, you, you didn't know what it was. If you even hit that one spot, you weren't if you heard everywhere else you'd bleed. That would be, <laughs> yeah. be really cool. They should yeah. check for that. You can shoot me, but please shoot me right, right here. Right here. Like, I have a little dot there. You can, you can shoot me here, but nowhere else. Now you yeah. know, at least. Like, you can yeah. take a bullet shot to the knee, or yeah. a twenty-two anyway, from a far distance. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I wouldn't want to push my luck with anything else. Oh, wow. Well, that's, that's quite an interesting story. <laughs> that's weird. Uh, yeah, kind of like our movies, but you know. Yeah. So what's so what of course. Rose to weird. It's just. Yeah. So. So what? Well, well, I was gonna say what. What are your favorite types of movies? We've always we've we've mm. primed on ad nauseum about what we like. Well, what what do you like? You can't really. You know? well, can't my, really talk about. My it. bread and butter is uh, 30s and 40s, especially uh, Universal horror. Oh really? Like yeah. the like the old classics. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I also have a almost equal love for uh, classic comedies like W.C. Fields, The Stooges, uh, Abbott and Costello, Bob Hope, whatever, Jack Benny. And I love uh, a lot of um, gangster movies, uh, you know, film noir, big Bogart fan, that sort of thing. But then, of course, from there, I certainly like a lot of other things. I like 70s a lot 
uh, 70s nihilism, yeah. you know. I kind of grew up on that, going to the theaters, expecting a, a sad end and usually getting it. Kind of mm-hmm. like life. Oh, yeah. I'm a big Pacino fan, for example, yeah. so yeah. that mm-hmm. sort of thing. Yeah, cool. So you're on the wrong show. Yeah. Bye bye. <laughs> <laughs> he, he likes good movies apparently. Yeah, he likes good weird. movies. Oh, but I, I, I have a great love for crap too. <laughs> oh, good, thank God. That good was like, because wow. uh, you know you might, uh, you might be on, you might go on the Universal or the, uh, you know. Uh, <laughs> Some other podcast, but we're we're into like trashy B movies and stuff like that. Yeah. So Very you have obscure. Uh, I describe it to you today as uh, VHS fodder. <laughs> Boy, some of the stuff we find is almost uh, it's amazing. Like well, it's just like wow, where did we even get this stuff? You know, I kind of I kind of found this one, and it's uh, pretty bad. Yeah, it is. Yeah, but you know, it's bad. But uh, we were talking before. Where, you know, it's a movie that I don't think would get shown in the theaters today. And we were thinking to ourselves, you know, they wouldn't put this movie in a movie theater. Well, they couldn't. It it doesn't go far enough to be extreme porn, and it doesn't go. But it, it's not goofy enough to be like. It kind of falls in between a lot of different genres where it doesn't hit any of them really. Yeah, but a movie that's kind of gory, th- but not a movie that's cheaply yeah. made wouldn't be made put in movie theaters anymore. No, no, and, no, that, no. and we're talking that's a sad thing, you know, because it's like nothing gets a chance unless it's like a Sharknado levels of stupid. But even Sharknado go, oh, only yeah. gets shown on television, like on yeah. sci-fi. Those things don't ever get put in theaters. I mean, we were just talking. If if let's say we make a movie like Ma, like Ma, Doc and Clown. Uh, you know, go to the, you know, go to the uh, end Mons of the Venus, universe, yeah. Mons Venus or whatever, <laughs> and it's done. It's in the can. So how how do we? Wh- who see Netflix isn't going to take it. Nobody so where does it get? How does it get distributed? How do we make money? What do, what? How do we? How how? How? Tell me how. Well, you do the indie circuit or the indie, you know, like those um. Independent big, art theaters, yeah, you know, but you know what they're gonna—you're not gonna get a release. And then you, you know? hope that you get some buzz out of it, and it sells. Sundance, and even half the time you're like, you see it cover, and you're like, oh, Sundance this is gonna be good, and you watch, and you're like, eh, you know, I don't know. It's either really pretentious style of, you know, whatever uh, movies, or it's just yeah, indie movies are like, you know, like some like navel gazing, man, navel gazing things <laughs> or whatever, you know. But back then, like these. You know, like a, a, a B-movie producer could good hook up like with a porn movie producer and make a piece of greatness like we just saw today and get it in theaters. <laughs> My friend saw it in a movie theater back in 86. He was the only one in the theater. But this he, the, he saw this movie in a the theater? He saw this movie in really? a movie theater. I, uh, you can't say. Yeah, I can't say. Some of the list down south? Yeah, somewhere. But yeah, yeah, I can't say. But yeah, he saw this in a movie theater. Wow. So I didn't even think I, there was. Yes. I thought there was no way this would have Yes, gone. way. <laughs> we were just talking about. Could you imagine bringing a date to this movie? <laughs> Especially if it was early on in your relationship. And oh man, we kind of stepped in it, didn't we? I yeah, can't, well, yeah, I can't imagine seeing this movie like at a good quality. Like that's a, this is very. It was this is one that's because it's like a rip of a bad VHS tape that was taped somewhere. I don't even know where this came from, but it was. You, it wasn't crisp, you know, and, you, and you're like, can you imagine if you saw this, like, in a theater? It might Here, be... Here's how bad this you know. movie is. Good, bad. I had a copy of it, and I didn't know it. That's <laughs> how bad. I bought it. I bought it years ago. Yeah, I had a DVD of it, and I forgot about it, but then I sent myself, you know what? This I, is on DVD? Oh, dude, it gets even better than that. Okay. This is on DVD, right? So I said, you know what? I thought I saw this movie in my DVD, because did your copy dump out at the end? Yeah, Audio? Yeah, yeah, mine did, too. So I'm like, you know what? I think I saw it. So I'm going through my stuff, and all of a sudden, there it was in the bottom of a pile. Evil's in there. He go, oh, look at that. And I go, it's sealed. And I go, oh, man, I got to open did you it look, now. No, did you look on eBay? Maybe that's like a lot of money worth a lot of well, money. Well, not anymore. Not anymore. <laughs> but anyway, so I get it out. I <laughs> watch it. And then I'm talking to my friend. He says, yeah, there's a version of it that came out with a TV version of this movie that's actually like longer and more coherent. And I'm like, oh, I don't have that. And I'm thinking to myself, Man, I have to buy. Oh no, no, no! You know, I'm ho- you know somebody is hopeless oh, when they're no. thinking of buying another copy of this don't movie because there's a TV Please print that's yeah. more coherent <laughs> than this one well, is. Well, the reason I grabbed it, uh, you know, from a gray market, what have you, uh, Tina Louise, Julie Newmar, yeah. Julie Newmar, John Carradine, Carradine, to the lesser degree, uh, Neville Brandon, Aldo Ray, yeah. to see those old codgers kicking around, and I got to tell you. Julie, although they were aged, she's still. I think both of them were still kicking pretty good mm. for their yeah, for their age. Right. Yeah, they're yeah. Right. Uh, yeah, Once yeah. it was over, I was like, "Oh, that was Ginger." Like, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, like you know, like you just because she, she she's a lot older than what I remembered. I'll just say it that way, you know. And that's you know whatever. That's the way life is. And in reality, but, uh, she was what like twenty years older maybe than she was. This movie was made in '84. Not even twenty years old. That yeah. This was I mean, Gilligan's was like sixty-five Gil- or whatever. Mm. 
So maybe 20 years, and you know, that happens. <laughs> it was a hard 20 years. G G Ginger was around in the 50s. Tina Louise was around in the 50s. Uh, yeah, and, both uh, of them. Yeah. Both of them, and they even did like scantily clad pictures and stuff like that. So they were, they I got think around. This, this, this movie also had a lot of like subtle nods to itself. Like there was, <laughs> like in the background, like there was like a picture, and I swear it was one of them, one of them like being like real artful and then. Like the Playboy they were looking at was the girl's spread was Ginger Lynn or whatever like Amber or, or Amber yeah like they, it was a lot they did a lot of that where like yeah. the stuff yeah was I noticed that too, right? I noticed that whenever Brand was looking at the picture I go is that Amber Lynn he's looking yeah, at right, or whatever so they're making self-referential yeah. themselves it's all meta you as know, opposed like, to another well, movie or whatever yeah <laughs> so weird but but we'll get to that later or whatever yeah. you know we were what did, did we want to talk about like what B movies kind of meant yeah, well, to us we'll, or yeah, whatever we can let's do a we'll drop in a quick trailer break and then when we come back we'll just do a light discussion about you know B movies and why we watch them or why we love them I guess yeah what's our problem yeah what is our problem I just get the most acid I've ever seen anybody eat in my life anything Ma Barker can give the boys I can give them better she was Mona a kind hearted country lass who shared everything she had with the most notorious family in US criminal history the Barkers. Mona was married to Arthur Barker, but at night it was a matter of which of the family got home first, Art, Herman, Freddie, or Lloyd. When Ma Barker masterminded another bank job or kidnapping, Mona was right there to wheel the auto or wipe off the blood. American International Pictures presents the whole story, the infamous tale of Kate Barker, her boys, and the girl who went along for the ride. We call it Bloody Mama. Bloody Mama stars Shelley Winters with Pat Hingle and Don Stroud. Diane Barcy is Mona. Don't miss Bloody Mama. She wouldn't have missed you. Rated R. victims wanted them dead. All the sadomaniacs wanted was one more night for the most brutal orgy in history. His name is Moon. He took a bunch of young kids and turned them into a cult of savage blood creatures. possession lives and evil penetrates the soul. Step inside, if you dare. Who are you? Jessica has gone beyond the door. Beyond the door, where demonic possession lives and grows and grows and... Beyond the door. Hasta la vista, baby. There you go. Uh, three great movies, or two great movies, <laughs> yeah. or whatever. That Bloody was three. Mama. Bloody Some based on tr on reality. Beyond the door, right? That was the was because uh, I didn't I didn't hear the Beyond the door one. Was that one of the? That three? was the first one I played. Yeah. That's the one that's based on my reality. No, Beyond no. the door was an Exorcist ripoff. The first one was Bloody Mama. No, I was thinking of Beyond behind, what is it, behind the Green Door. No, that's a porno movie. Yeah, <laughs> like, like like what we did today is a porno movie. <laughs> that's on YouTube too, Behind the Green Door. Except they took all the dirty scenes out. I and they left yeah, the talking in. <laughs> yeah, but like some of those were they tried to make movies. 
Yeah, like back some, in some the of day. those first yeah, porns, back in the day, they true. used actually had like an actual of uh, uh, you know plot. That was a mistake. Yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> they were, then they, then some, somewhere along the line they were like, why why are we bothering? Just oh god. Well, speaking of B movies, yeah. Let's talk about B movies. Go ahead. Well, I, I want I want to ask you, how did uh-huh. you get? How, I mean, what was your first experience to a cheap, crappy movie that you remember as a kid? Because you didn't watch creature feature shows. No, I didn't like watch creature features. Uh, I don't know. We like. I always liked kung fu movies. You know, that was like growing but did up. Did they show I them on your television? It. Yeah. Like, oh, they did yeah, show kung fu. Every movies. now and then, you'd find them like a Saturday afternoon kind of thing. Yep. Um, martial arts theater. Martial arts theater. Yeah, yeah. And it was like that. That was really where it started for me. You know, and then. It, I just kind of gravitated to in in uh, high school. As soon as I could get VHSs, I got my own VHS t- uh, player in my room, and I just would I just watched you know like the the goofball movies all the time. You know. But when when you get your VHS and you start running your movies, did they have kung fu movies in the in your? No, uh, no, no. See, that was that's when I moved over to like stuff like some of the Mel Brooks stuff, uh, okay. um, which I, I know isn't B movie, but that's where I got like kind of kind of the humor. It's an imita- uh, it's a yeah. it's a satire on B movies. Satire yeah. on B movies, and then that's where I got you know got into the Death Race 2000 and some of the absurd stuff that I just laughed and laughed and just loved every minute of it. You know. I didn't know that you watched like Kung Fu Theater on. Oh uh, yeah, that's. They didn't have a horror guy after Kung Fu Theater. No, they, not they, the, had, they had wrestling though. Not in the Northeast. I don't know. Maybe they, had, maybe they did have it. I just didn't know. They had probably. wrestling though, didn't they? Like around the same time on Saturdays. Sometimes, yeah. Oh, okay. I, well, it must have been, you know. And you were getting your your. I was uh, out and about, man. You were getting yeah, me too. But you were getting your feet from where Allentown or Harris? Not Harris. It would be Allentown, yeah. You're getting Allentown. Yeah, it would have to be okay. like, because uh, we only had three channels. Yeah, well. So I, the only time I ever saw this stuff was when I was at my grandmother's house, who she was in like the nearest village that had things like you know cable and stuff <laughs> so you know like it sounds like so wheels yeah, yeah like uh, wheels and we weren't afraid they didn't ha- weren't afraid of fire and lightning you know <laughs> so like anytime i was at my grandma's like that's that's where i first saw mtv that's where i first saw oh. all that stuff because i just didn't have it you know? did you ever go did, what was like first ho- first b movie or whatever that you saw in a theater you remember or any any that you saw wow you you're saw. killing me here um I don't know. For, I mean, the first really bad B movie I saw was Jaws three. Oh, in that's 3D. a bad one. Yeah. Okay. Jaws three in three D. I yeah. saw that too in the theater. Yeah. No, oh, I, yeah. I I took a I took a, a bus by myself oh, into in, into Allentown and I saw it at a black theater. Oh, nice in the and, ghetto. And oh, that's, yeah. that's where I learned the difference between white folk and black folk at a movie because they were yelling <laughs> and I was sinking lower and lower because I was about. And 15. you were saying, hey. I'm trying to watch crying, I'm trying to watch a movie. Yeah, I don't think you want to do that. I was like fourteen or fifteen, I was literally just thinking lower and lower noises and they're like yelling at it. I was like, Uh huh. <laughs> yeah, my friend was supposed to meet me and he never showed and it was just So you were on your yeah, own. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was weird. I remember seeing like a, a Living Dead movie, like Return of the Living Dead and there was some, you know, folks there and they were like it was kind of funny because 'cause they'd be talking back to the movie going like don't you stupid, don't you be doing that you know, I was like laughing my butt off actually. Yeah, yeah I've got a flash of memory about watching The Exorcist. <laughs> oh my god. And there was some uh, So some uh, folks folks there, girls. And they were like Oh, well, I could do it, but, you know, I don't want to be accused of anything. So, but, yeah, they were very vocal. It's just to say these girls were very vocal and very demonstrative. And did, did I tell you about my favorite double feature that I saw when I was a kid, right? I saw a double feature of The Exorcist and Deliverance. What? <laughs> Isn't that nice upli- combination. Oh, my God. I saw that double feature. They both feature. have hellish elements, that's <laughs> true enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Although, yeah. I always wondered about Deliverance. I'm like... I don't know about these backwoods. I mean, I've, my family's from the south, and I'm not aware of any of our family members are quite that bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know. well, you know, maybe in North Carolina or something. I don't know. They sure got a pretty mouth, don't he? Screw <laughs> <laughs> like a pig. But yeah, yeah. So you, you have a. I think. I think, as far as I'm concerned, you. I think. Me and me and me me and Joust were reading the magazines. We kind of oh, like yeah yeah. We're kind of like fanboy interest or whatever. Yeah. We saw some movies in theaters. To be honest with you, I although I liked the different kinds of movies, I didn't really get into like hardcore B movies until it was the Dub Four Twenty Project or MST. Well, MST, but I didn't go. I didn't seek them out. And then once I started doing that video project where I was actually using from our own our own video, that's when I really started watching them and really started loving them and really like. We'd we'd pour over these movies. I was out there seeking out the worst <laughs> of the worst, you know. Yeah. And um, and it was so much fun because that was such a 
crazy time doing those shows, you know. Yeah. And so it was. It was. That's when I started really noticing that I was funny and I laughed and had fun with this stuff. And then you get so, to know the actors or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So that. And so I am fairly new. You know, we're talking about fifteen, twenty years. That's a long time of, of being really involved in seeking it out. But you know, when I was a kid, I just watched stuff and off I went. Yeah, cause it, because, I mean, we grew up with the magazines and the creature feature shows, and then, you know, right. we'd go to the local theater every once in a while, but back then, the local theater sometimes didn't play the movies, well, you, you know? know? It, the neighborhood I lived in in Miami, um, south of Miami, which was uh, known Cutler, as Cutler Ridge, Cutler now Ridge. known as Cutler Bay. Really? They changed the name? Oh, yes. I think After they, you left, township huh? now and everything. But uh, the, I used to walk to the theater... At the mall there? Uh, well, it was before it was a mall. It was a it was a strip mall, and they had a theater at one end. And I ended up working there a few years later, but and it got wiped out by Hurricane Andrew later. But uh-huh. um, they would play a lot of uh, what we would consider B movies. Really, you're lucky. They played. I remember seeing frogs there. I saw frogs at the Palm Springs and, Theater. And uh, um, what's that horrible movie with the the devils pulling the tongues out of the Oh, you saw Mark of the Devil? Mark, yeah, I saw Mark of the Devil. You got there. into that when you were a kid? Yeah, and I was like... Did uh, you get the vomit bag that they hor- gave Horrific, man. They gave a... That was a barf bag. <laughs> yeah, man, it, was, it was bad. You got in? Yeah, and, and I saw um, <laughs> that Robert Conrad, Don Stroud movie. Oh, Murph the Surf. Murph the Surf, right. I saw that there. Well, I saw some of that stuff. Yeah, yeah. I saw... As a matter of fact... I saw frogs at this. There was this one theater, and I lived in Hialeah. There was this one theater that, towards the mid '70s, became like the little grindhouse that was called the Colonial Theater. Later became a video store. Later became a kung fu, a karate school. So it made sense. Now it's like know. a parking lot. You now know, it's like no, a, do- a dollar down, store yeah. or something like that. But anyway, that's where I saw, I saw uh, frogs. I saw the Palm Springs. But I saw Murph the Surf there. I saw Madhouse there. I saw. A few things. I saw Children Shouldn't Play With Dead Things, Night of the Living Dead, and stuff like that. I saw Star Wars there, actually. I saw that at the Golden Globe. Actually, Club I was working. I was working as an usher when Star Wars came out. You were wow. you were an usher at the theater. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's even cooler, man! Yeah, oh cool. my god. We saw it at a drive-in. Star Wars, me too. Yeah, Star Wars and uh, Close Encounters. We both saw it. That was seventy-seven, man. Yeah. You saw yeah. first run. Yeah, yeah. Um, actually, believe it or not, my sister took us to an art film or an art theater. Just me and her went. Um, when I was a kid, to see Repo Man at a, at a local, I saw that live in a you know in like a, this little rundown art theater. It was really great. See, know. down in down in Miami, the art theaters meant something different. Mm. They meant like dirty movies. <laughs> <Pretty> <laughs> much. There was a couple of art theaters yeah. there. I remember going to one was called the Rex Art I or mean, Indie. They call them Indie or yeah yeah they, yeah. They, yeah. They, no, well, no, that's, no. What, that's what they do to stay alive. That's what that yeah. um that's what Becky's Driving did. It was. X-rated during the week, and then weekend <laughs> was was cool. the two. So, like was <laughs> normal cool. movies, but it, they had to do whatever they can do to get, keep alive, you know. Yeah, no, uh, but the the Rex Art was in the <laughs> the Rex Art was in the ghetto, as they say. Yeah, you know, that was a that was an experience going there one time that I'll never do ever ever do again. But oh, come yeah. on, one more time. Yeah, one more time for for fun. Yeah, but th- those <laughs> art theaters started out as like kind of like they were showing some of those old Swedish movies, like you know, with like. Anita Ekberg in the 50s they were a little too racy but then they became like grind houses for like three X's or whatever after that but uh, yeah but I mean the thing I was mentioned what I was talking about yeah you're right I mean that's interesting that your theater would show Mark of the the Devil or, yeah or whatever it was called but my theaters wouldn't show that but except for the Colonial but I remember in the early 70s if you want to see stuff like Scream and Scream Again or, or something like that you had to go to downtown Miami and I wouldn't. I wasn't old enough to go, or wouldn't go to catch a bus to go to downtown mm, to go no. one of the theaters there to, to catch some of the you know the real you know primo nastiness or whatever that they're showing. So a lot of that stuff I saw edited on television. A lot of it I saw it on video when it came out during the video revolution, yeah. which is when you came in. To right. The well, and I I didn't even. I mean, I didn't. We, it was such a hardship going to a local theater. It yeah, was, you lived way it in was the country. It was forty-five minutes away. So yeah. you, you know, and, and your your mom ain't taking you there. There's no buses that go there. So it it was that's part of why you know the the beginning of my life wasn't. Yeah, there yeah, wasn't yeah. A, there wasn't a lot of that kind of stuff going on. You know, we got we got a VHS. We got one. We were one of the first adopters. We had the one with the cable. Uh-huh. You know that that was the top loading ones. I know. had one because we had no we had shit for entertainment. So my parents got an Atari. Uh-huh. So then we shut up, and then they got us a VHS <laughs> so we could watch movies. But then the first thing you do is like get Monty Python and then or you know Holy like Grail, Eddie yeah. Murphy Raw. I watched that thing till it tore. You know, like you just watch and watch and watch. You just whatever you can like get, you know, and from your small video store. And that's small town stuff is not. 
Yeah, because we know, were we were most like suburban kids. Yeah, you lived way. I didn't even know there was these you know Fangoria's and those magazines that you talk about a lot. Kids didn't bring them Famous to school monsters. or anything like no, that. Man, no, I mean, kids used to. I remember we kids used to bring them to school every once in a while. The magazines. I, I did. Yeah. yeah why wouldn't? Yeah, because it's cool. But we just we didn't have that exposure. It was a very Mining towns in northeast are a little bit different. A little, uh, yeah. A little bit <laughs> like, you know, it's a small slate town. Kind of you know. gray and cold and, you know, rough and, you know. We were rough like and a, tumble. We were, <laughs> like a, we, were, we were a little bit of rough and tumble in South yeah. Florida, but it was a, whole a lot different warmer. Kind of, <laughs> a different kind of rough and tumble. That's the duck and cover from the drive-by. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's, you know, that's a little different kind of rough and tumble. Got to a lot of, I got into a lot of fights when I was a kid, that's for sure. Yeah. I mean, I used to just walk around the block, and if there was a kid in his front yard, we'd look at each other and... Okay, let's see, you know. Really? Just for you or me. Yeah, that happened to me a dozen times, probably. Wow. That's a, you, yeah, you lived by my... Yeah, where I live wasn't that rough. You get, like, mocked every once in a while, you know, and you're like, yeah, okay. Yeah. You know, whatever. It wasn't that bad, but really. So you enjoyed by it. Everybody was trying to, like, you know, see how I, I the king of the block was. Probably more than the other party. You know? Oh, jeez. <laughs> so, so you were, like, a, t- a bully guy or whatever, huh? Uh, now we know why the FBI... Yeah, yeah, interviewed him. They were like, "Ah, oh, you're beating up all the kids." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, I mean, it's it, when we were kids. It was, it was, it, it was rough, but it's not as what it is now. I don't think yeah. Yeah. it was a different kind of rough. I think, yeah, yeah. it was more kitty. Yeah, yeah, we we certainly didn't expect him to pull out a gun in the old days. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, like whoa, whoa, whoa! You win, whatever. I don't care. They throw rocks at you or something like that, or you know, whatever. A group of kids would try to like, you know, but yeah, he dealt with it. Yeah. So yeah, that's our B movie, uh, right. you know, our, our our what heritage or whatever. Our, yeah, our know. heritage, our, 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 our street cred. Yes, street cred. All right, we'll do one more trailer break, and then we're gonna jump into this yes. week's movie. I don't know if we're gonna be able to stretch it, but I think we can. Yeah, right. we can. Well, here you go. We'll be right back. I'm Rick Tamlin. People seem to like me because I am polite and I'm rarely late. I like to eat ice cream and I really enjoy a nice pair of slacks. They have never lived before as they live now. One man has already died, the other was never born. Both exist in a world between life and death. Both long to be human, neither can ever be. Dracula versus Frankenstein. Ten dead men's bodies were used to fashion Dr. Frankenstein's infamous creature. Tens of dozens of victims have kept Count Dracula alive for three centuries. Only one of these beings will survive their meeting. Dracula versus Frankenstein. Brand new thrills, brand new horror, brand new shock. Dracula versus Frankenstein in color, rated GP. Refreshment time, folks. Taste that beats the others. Go, Pepsi pours it on. Taste that beats the others. Go, Pepsi pours it on. Some of America's fiercest killers were also lady killers. Pretty Boy Floyd was one of the best. Charles Arthur Floyd was just a poor country kid who parlayed a little ambition and a lot of bullets into a successful bank robbing career. American International Pictures brings out the best and the worst of one of this country's most public enemies in A Bullet for Pretty Boy. Fabian Forte stars as Pretty Boy Floyd who had none of the minor vices. Killing, robbing, and chasing women were his thing. The girls who loved him and the men who hunted him called him Pretty Boy. Got nowhere to go. Fabian Forte in his most unusual role. See a bullet for Pretty Boy. Rated GP. Purple flesh fetish. 
American International Pictures offer two extreme tales of shock. Super shock. One. The ultimate nightmare. Cannibal girls. There is never a meat shortage for cannibal girls. The sound of a bell will warn you when to close and open your eyes. When it rings, close your eyes and try to forget cannibal girls. Super Shock 2. You may never sleep again after experiencing raw meat. I imagine as each one died. The others ate him. Raw meat, a bloody cut above from the land of the hungry dead. Cannibal Girls and Raw Meat, together a full color. Fresh fetish. Rated R from American International Pictures. As the 21st century began, human evolution was at a turning point. Natural selection, the process by which the strongest, the smartest, the fastest reproduced in greater numbers than the rest, a process which had once favored the noblest traits of man, now began to favor different traits. Most science fiction of the day predicted a future that was more civilized and more intelligent. But as time went on, things seemed to be heading in the opposite direction, a dumbing down. How did this happen? Evolution does not necessarily reward intelligence. With no natural predators to thin the herd, it began to simply reward those who reproduced the most and left the intelligent to become an endangered species. I couldn't just do one-on-one. -on -one. I'd get like a gang or whatever, and I'd just have to back down because I didn't want to get the shit beat out of me by more than one. <laughs> so I was like, no, I'm gone. Okay, yeah, I'm fat. I'll see you later, you know? <laughs> nice. Yeah, we were recording that. So anyway, yeah. uh, so what 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 movie are we watching this week? Did we watch this week? Well, this was a this is a uh, jazz pick. How, how many titles did this movie have? Just one? Or? I think only one, <laughs> wow. maybe two. But that I might can't, be a first for our I show. I care. This was a pick from uh, Joust, uh, and uh, yep. what was our movie yeah. of the week, Mister yeah, Joust? Uh, Evils of the Night. I really knew nothing about the movie. The only reason that I obtained it was because of the because cast. Because you could. Yeah, mm. I could, and I did. So what yeah. year was that from? Eighty six. 85? It was it was, re it was filmed in '84 and released okay. in '85, I think. Yeah, that's so that's it was right. released the year that you met each other. That's weird. Think yeah, about that. That's true. That is true. <laughs> that, is yeah. true yeah. I, that struck me when you said that. When you met, you're like, oh, when I met you in '85. I was like, yeah, I wonder, ah. if, it, I wonder if it played. Any I wonder if it had anything to do with this movie. Maybe it's a cosmic, you know, <laughs> wow, <laughs> like shrimp or plate or plate yeah, shrimp. Yeah, I didn't. You know. Wow, that's meta, man, or whatever the word is. I don't even know what it means. Yeah, <laughs> I, I didn't. I'd, I'd never heard of this movie up until a few years ago. Like I said, my friend mm. saw it back in the, around that time, and I go, wow, now, this played us, in a theater. Tell okay. us the story about it. Or did we talk on air that you found this? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's like, what? Yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, <laughs> it babbled me. I actually was like, what? Joust <laughs> brought, brought along the... Uh, you came by two weeks ago, and you brought mm. the DVDs, and you said, hey, maybe we can do these, because you found Kung Fu Mama, which, yeah, yeah. which uh, we may do, but it's going to be tough, because it's a bad print, and it's a subtitle, too. But yeah. at any we'll rate... See, maybe. So you brought Evils of the Night, and I'm going like, God, I, I think I know this movie... I wonder if I have it or not. And I was like, okay, well, I got the DVD, and it's mm. on YouTube, so whatever. So I started actually watching it on YouTube, and then I did a half hour, and I stopped, because it was really boring for the first half. Even though it was, like, boring in the sense that nothing happened, it was pretty <laughs> sleazy for the first half hour. Yeah. So I'm like, nothing's happening except for a lot of that. So, yeah. yeah well, right, actually, none of that. Just yeah. a lot of... There's a lot of, like... A lot of slurping and dry... Try humping and yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It is a very this is a very strange movie. Yeah, I mean, so, it, on a lot of levels. I mean, I don't mind it. It was, but so it was just like. Wow. So then yesterday I put the DVD in at night. I'm watching it and I'm going, okay, I'll get through it. And at the la <laughs> before the last four minutes, I see like the screen goes, well, goog, you know, gobbledygook. Then when it comes back, there's no sound. And see, I'm I like, thought we were gonna lose it. Cause it, I don't know if you're. Yeah, I know. It, it stopped, and I was like, uh oh, this isn't YouTube. good. It was on YouTube. Yeah, I thought it was gonna fry fry out. Yeah, but then it does. It, it powered through it, and then later, a little bit later, it lost audio. But the last four minutes, was, which is not really that important. They, they don't even talk. Yeah, it, it probably didn't even matter. From right? a VHS, I'm guessing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah it had to be a rip. At any rate, I'm going like, you know, I'm looking. Uh, you know, a, a week before, I was looking through my movies, and I could have sworn that I had a movie that sounded like this. So I'll go through there. And all of a sudden, I look in the pond, I go, oh, my God, there it is. And I like pull it out, and it's sealed. And I go, I actually have this movie. 
Wow. I was astonished that that was that this was released on DVD. That's what I was astonished about. I was like, this is on DVD? Like, not, not, not only that, but it's been on DVD twice. Because the version that I have just brings the movie and a trailer and nothing else. Apparently, there's another version that just came out that has a movie. And there's actually a TV cut print of the movie, which is longer and supposedly more coherent. So this thing actually played on television, probably on... USA up all night, or you know, one of those stations yeah. or whatever. So I'm, I'm doing like, a quick look up. I want to look it up on the uh, evil of the evil of the night. Evil, evil evils of the, of the night. The, evils, the, of the evils of the night. night. Yeah, DVD. Okay. Yeah, it, oh, there's yeah DVD and Blu-ray. I want to see if you cost yourself Blu-ray. any money. There's a Blu-ray of this. <laughs> there it is, right at the top. Evil yeah. of the out, super, uh, super out of print, seventy-five bucks. Oh shit. Shit, that's the one that I have. No, no, no. Open. Look, 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 though. Okay, good. Then it, th- that was no, no, no. The one at seventy four is the one that doesn't bring the bonus features. You know, they can ask the you one. The one at the bottom there is yeah, the one. Th- look, six dollars. Okay. Seven <laughs> prints. Like that guy's. No, 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 no. But look, the, all the ones that you see for like ten bucks, that one's different. Take a look at them. They're Why? different boxes. Oh, okay, well, so look for the one with the. Took the. Oh no. Forty nine. <laughs> As soon as you said you opened I was like, I don't think you should I, I open opened that. I the rare one, man. Oh, who cares? Yeah. The oh, remember, remember the, uh, who was it, the, the guy was trying to sell the drawing of uh, the Green Lantern for a hundred grand? Yeah, 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 right. What are you eBay. talking about? I think it's worth a hundred bucks, maybe. But that's funny, because that's, that's the first print mm-hmm. of it. That was yeah. The second one, the one that's cheaper, that's the one that brings the extra, See, the 50. TV print. Oh wow! So the one that I opened I, was sealed. You should. I, 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 yeah, that's what it boils down to. You're not gonna like. You I'm say, not gonna sell. You can it. ask whatever the hell you want, but yeah. And if somebody pays a hundred bucks for this, then they watch it, they'd be like, "Ooh, I made a mistake in my life," you know? Yeah. Or they're, or they're saying, "Oh, I'm so glad I won that hundred million on the lottery." <laughs> Yeah. yeah, right. Because <laughs> hey, I can, always I can one. frivolously throw away money on garbage. You See, know? I had the I have the rare one. Okay, well maybe I can sell it for fifty opened or whatever. You know, only mm-hmm. watched once. You know, not not soiled or whatever. Well, but yeah. The, the reason I was interested it was strictly because of the cast. Because you have Tina Louise mm-hmm. and Julie Newmar, of course, Ginger and the Cat. One right there is a '60s wet dream. Just to begin with, for a guy of our me and. Uh, the Doc's age, yeah, and of course got uh, Neville Brand, who's an interesting character actor. Mm-hmm. Aldo Ray, same thing. Was he the one that was like in the military? Yeah, both of like those the guys. Tough guy. Yeah, like they were real tough guys. Right? Yeah, and Neville like Brand a, is one of the most highly decorated veterans, and Aldo Ray was also a World War Two veteran. Yeah, sure. I looked him up and I was like, wow, this guy is a weird. He wanted to be a, like in the army his whole life, but then he, he found acting, and he was just like this noted bruiser kind of guy yeah they were uh, they were yeah, something yeah. and then the of course the infamous John Carradine you always gotta give a <laughs> yeah. green light to him yeah uh, he, he was born at 70 years old I swear <laughs> I swear his mom was like oh my god really alright yeah, well, yeah I've never seen him look unhaggard I'll just say it that way yeah, like, he's yeah. just like oh nobody ever said to him grow up because he was already as old you know I was like he's always you know kind of rough looking but it's a rough looking guy. I mean he was in 40s movies he was in some yep. he was House of Dracula House of Dracula so. House of Frankenstein or just Dracula? House of, I think, I think both, both. Both. Pretty certain. Okay, yeah. yeah. He's like an old, old veteran of, but he wasn't afraid to do the B movies. That's for damn sure. <laughs> he was doing them since the sixties because you know, I mean, they make a couple of a grand or two, a few days mm-hmm. work. And then, yeah. you know, go out and, like, have a few drinks and go go to the track or, you know, when this started, womanize, my, yeah, whatever. When this started, my sister looked at the screen and said, John, I don't turn down a job, Carradine. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, you nailed it, because, sure, whatever. You like, know. Michael, I don't turn down a job, Carradine. Or Kane, I should say. Yeah. Uh, um, no, David, you mean. No, John Carradine. Oh, oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, he okay. was, because he just would be in anything. You know, he was yeah. in those, some of those, um... Yeah, he was in all those Fred Olin Ray movies. He was in Al Adams. I'm thinking of the one like uh, not uh, Attack on Cuba. What was it like? Oh, where he where he oh. was like Cherokee Jack. He was like a guy. They, they were. Ah, uh, no, just forget it. Just forget it. Uh, what movie is that? Is that Pure Five he, of Man? He's talking about the, from the same director that brought you. Uh, Tor uh, Johnson in the Desert. Yes, 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 yes. Oh, yes. Beast of Yucca Flats. Beast of Yucca Flats. Yeah, he the was same director brought you. Uh, uh, the Parachute Dudes. Parachute dudes. One wasn't one. Yeah, one was called like Angels of the Sky or some weird thing. But it was all the same. The the one about. Oh man, (laughs) they go down to Cuba. Yeah. They go down to Cuba. They they go to invade Cuba, and it's like four guys, and one of them is. It's a masterpiece of bad everything. Is it Pier Five Havana? Nah, no, 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 no. It doesn't matter. I know from from MST. There was one called Cuban Red Zone Cuba. That's a different one. 
Red Zone Cuba. Oh, Red, Red Zone, Zone Cuba. Cuba. You know, I've, never, I've never seen it. that movie. because I because There's I, a reason. Cause, well, I, cause, oh, it's a great movie. It's I, great. Because I lived it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Uh-oh. About, Uh-oh. about two years ago, myself and the one whose name must never be mentioned watched it together. And, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. really? Yes. Yeah. Nightly Whiplash. I watched. Yes. It, I watched it all the time because it was on MST. You know, and I watched. Oh, so you guys are more MST guys. Yeah. Oh I yeah, am. yeah, yeah. They really give it. They give it a good treatment because oh, that movie is pretty. I forgot well. about that. Well, we we have another one with that that I uh, call Cuban Rebel Girls. I think it's on Cinema. Yeah, Game Tyrone with Powers it. last movie. No, right? Errol Flynn went Errol down Flynn's to Cuba and made wrong, wrong mustache. Uh, Cuban Rebel Girl. Yeah, <laughs> Cuban Rebel Girl. Uh, a Pro Castro movie. It was a Pro Castro because yeah. it, that's before they knew, they knew he was a big commie. It was and it was just a cool revolutionary supposedly guy. And Errol Flynn went down there and made a movie about like the Cuban Revolution. And then he died. Yeah, and and his co-star was. <laughs> I think not. Supposedly, his co-star was his woman at the time. Yeah, it was she woman was at like the time. Seventeen or something like that. Yeah, yeah, something yeah. like that. But you know, old 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 Errol, you know, he got around, I guess. But at any rate, yeah, I, I didn't. I I never seen that movie, so I guess I gotta seek it's it great. out. It's great. You might notice that we said we were gonna talk about our movie of the week, and we really haven't talked about it because <laughs> okay, uh, evils of the night. Yeah, there's a reason we have. We keep tap dancing off into the first thirty minutes. Areas, yeah. First thirty minutes is teenagers and porn starts having sex. Be- well, it's like beach simulated frolicky yeah, not really having sex, but like foreplay, let's say. A lot of yeah. foreplay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, some topless foreplay. Zippered sex. Yeah, there's that one thing in the swamp. I'm like, what? I don't know what that's, what that's supposed to be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then, the like, we're not allowed to wear pants. He's wearing long pants in the swamp. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, well... It doesn't make any sense. And then there's a few porn stars like from the oiling 80s. each other up. The, yeah, those ones that were like beach, beach oil, and they were like, and, oh yeah. And at the very beginning, while two of them are having coitus, there's an interruptus by strangulation or whatever. Right. And then like uh, you know, then after that happens, you're wondering what what is that all about? And then, <laughs> and then another couple go into the house because whatever Jerry Butler and that Amber was Jerry Lynn, and uh, Amber there, yeah. <laughs> they go into a house so because they don't want to do it in the on the, the road or whatever. The only reason I know the why the, what's happening in this movie is because I read the plot. On, on, uh. on I read the <laughs> plot and I went okay, that sounds good. And I watched it. and I was like. I guess this is what they mean. Like, <laughs> like, like I just read the plot. That's the only and, way and, I know and, what's and going and on in this movie. I you mean, know? I mean, in, in reality, it's like kind of like almost like a '50s movie, really, because the aliens coming down to Earth and there's like dumb teenagers running around. You and know? They have to get their life force out of them while they're while they're like horny. Yeah, that's what keeps the aliens alive, and they need a lot of this juice <laughs> to send back to their people. It's like people. teenagers yeah. from outer space meet yeah. invisible invaders meet like hot rod gang or well, something what updated. One, what was that one that we that where the guys in the sunglasses go around and drain people? It's like a vampire movie, but oh, it's, uh, not this earth. Yeah, th- not th- this earth. Yeah, yeah, that's what it made me think of because I was like, okay, that's, that's like the one that has that scene with Dick Miller as the <laughs> vacuum cleaner salesman. Yeah, <laughs> for that's like, the one. We did that one, right? Yeah, I don't I, know if we did or not, but I but I just remember that infamous scene. <laughs> we take a bag for like five minutes in the middle of the movie, he's like trying to sell somebody, a, like he's trying to sell Paul Birch a vacuum cleaner, you know, like Mr. Vampire guy. <laughs> but yeah, it was it's like an updated version of something like that, and then like. You know, halfway through the movie, like they the the two the there's like aliens, which is the aliens, which are like um, Julie Newmar, Tina Louise, Tina and Louise, yeah, and John. Need the teenagers have like two two auto mechanics played by Neville Brand and <laughs> Aldo Ray and Aldo Ray to to get teenagers from, so they stuck the blood out of them for the experiment. So like, <laughs> and I gotta ask you, uh, Mal, did you notice? How these guys were getting paid for their dirty deeds, the the well, auto like, mechanics. They're like, getting quarters. It was bitcoins of the future. <laughs> it was like alien bitcoins. It was like a, I'm a, thinking like <laughs> you're you're willing to to murder these young people for like rolls of quarters. Like, and you guys I are thought, awesome. I thought they were tokens for uh, no. That's, I, th- I thought they were some kind of thing, and they said, "Now don't use these coins until we leave." Yeah, right. <laughs> like because like like that was being like they're gonna take over the mass. They're the master race, and they have their first bitcoins for them or whatever you're like huh you know because it's just this whole movie is like more huns per minute than ever before you know but and, and then like you know these two bumbling idiots are capturing teenagers who are stupider than they are apparently i know it's like okay i'm getting ahead of myself go ahead please and, continue. And, then, and, then, and then they're bringing them to this abandoned hospital that's been refurbished by these three aliens or whatever and they're two lesbian uh, nurses. Yeah, or I think the, the nurses were back, ba- 
backup singers for Donna Summer apparently back in the seventies, and the spaceships were like disco balls. No, no they just look like uh, it. No, 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 I thought I was like that. God, please let that be true. <laughs> that would be so awesome. <laughs> and the spaceship was like a disco ball, like that that comes down or whatever. And then they're bringing them to the to the hospital to drain them of their blood. Yeah, that was very eight. The, the lights came, that that was very eighties because they very close encounters. They tried to make it like Close Encounters and ET, but not get sued. So that was very like that happened a lot in the eighties with those spaceships. were like. Just kind of a disco ballish looking thing with lights coming through the trees. Well, you know? no, a lot of spaceships actually mm-hmm. landed in the eighties, real ones, and yes. landed on Earth and yep. took and took teenagers and and voted know, for Ronald Reagan and then and left. voted for Ronald Reagan, picked up some coke down. and split. You know, that's yeah, what, that's well, it was the eighties, man. It was the eighties. Yeah, that's what you're supposed to do. But at any rate, yeah. So it's like they no wonder I'm nostalgic. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, things suck now. <laughs> yeah, it's so boring now. Everything's so PC, and it really is. But that's another story. But then they bring them into into the hospital to do their like blood transfusion tricks, and you know the kid escapes. One of the kids escapes, and of course he's like, is he the is the first one? He's the one that's zapped by her by Tina Louise's ring, you know, her like yeah. ring of rays or whatever, you know, and then like. But then they would cut back and forth. They kept on. This is one of the things the editing in this movie was really frenetic and like crazy. They would cut back to like the beach party. Then they would put, put cut back to the two guys like <laughs> to grab a, a teenager in the in the garage, and then and they cut back to the beach party. Then they'd cut back to that house, and you're like, "What are we doing here?" And I'm getting beach, whiplash from these edits. And, and the beach know? party was like, "Hey, I'm gonna play a joke on this girl. Look, it's my lizard!" Ah ha ha! And the girl oh, screams yeah, or whatever. Lame. I mean, the girls were ge- were cute, especially. Oh, there's some nice looking ladies in that movie, no and, doubt. And the girl with the with the with the bandana night the underwear on, you yeah. know, the, the dark haired girl. Yeah, she was my favorite. Well, and she never put pants on again. She's, no, she, she never she, did. She's like, this script says I'm pantless. Is that right? Pantless. Okay. No pants. <laughs> All right. Okay. All right. Well, yeah, <laughs> these I are mean, my favorite underwear. These work for you, everyone. Okay. Good. I'm I gonna think, wear these. I think of a lot of the. I think of all the people in this movie, or a lot of them. She actually had a career afterwards. I'm pretty sure that actress. Mm. I can't think of her name right now, but some people. Margot Kidder. Their one or no. No. <laughs> <laughs> Margot Kidder. No. That's what she is. I mean. She she looked uh, she reminded me of her but she wasn't like insane. She wasn't like as that. drunk. Yes, she not was, yet anyway. Yeah, not yeah. yet, not drunk. Vaguely like Margot Kidder, but um, yeah, it was cuter by far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah sure. But but anyway, so yeah, they they've got the two bumbling. You know, you would think that these aliens would get smarter dudes, not auto mechanics, to capture the teenagers. You know, but <laughs> they get these two bozos and they're screwing up all the time. They end up occasionally killing the kid, and that means it's no good. And then she com- Tina Louise complains that they're too old they have to be between 16 and 24 because he said I gave you a bunch of kids like meaning like little kids yeah what are these guys doing these guys <laughs> pedophiles or something so weird and, like supposedly these are earth people so they're not like oh I'm so, I don't know what, I, what a kid is you know it was very when you, you're like wait what you got little kids that's what you're implying that's weird so they're bringing but, them yeah. in like they're dying off bit by bit and then there's like three left and they're wondering where their friends are and it's like the two blondes and the and the and the idiot guy that's always like that was that's tight to the pole says I'm gonna kick your ass if I no, get out of here. Son of a bitch! Yeah. Son of a bitch! He's like they just looked him. Say, I'm gonna kill you. And he's like always putting these fuck that he can't get any of the two girls. So he's always like you know wiggling hot dogs in their faces yeah. or like and yeah. Soon, yeah. And as soon as like it cracks me up as soon as this girl gets free, instead of doing anything worthwhile like getting the guy that might kill somebody free, she just wanders around or does something with the other one but doesn't loosen the strings and then kind of goes back like well that's a oh. funny thing because towards like, the end they capture the final three uh-huh. in a station wagon no, that's not, oh that's what I was talking about when they put them when they're tied yeah, they up yeah they tie them up like, oh. but apparently the, the ditziest of them all the blonde she's an escape artist you know because of the three she was able to like finagle the, the rope or whatever they tied her with and she break. was like uh, Martin Riggs she, she could dislocate her shoulder from the, <laughs> from the uh, but then when she's straight free, jacket, you know, but then when she's free she can't untie the other two idiots no. <laughs> and she goes right for the girl I'm like get the guy loose he's exactly. gonna do, he's gonna do the most damage but this guy was so inept he didn't do anything in any way like and, and in the meantime like uh, you know what's his face uh, Neville Brand is out looking at Playboy magazines of like Amber Lynn who he killed before yeah. and he's getting all hot and bothered and he's going back in there or Cause, whatever yeah cause this uh, I don't know if, was it on air or not that we talked about how it gave subtle nods to itself and that all was a, that oh, was a self-referential well there yeah. was one thing if you looked, because I always pay a lot of attention to what's in the background, stuff like that. There was one picture that was very out of place, and it was probably Julie Newmar, like a poster. Maybe it was like a publicist poster or something like that. It was like elegant, like you would see it at a French 
theater at the opening of a new opera or something like that. And I was like, what the hell's that doing there? And I'm like, looking at it, it was a very attractive woman. Like, it looked like a very young Julie Newmar. Uh, it might have been one of her po- like early. We saw Sophia Loren back there. Yeah, there was a picture of Sophia Loren in the back. You know, when he when they, in his gas station. That yeah, maybe big, that's who it was. Was it like white, black, and white? Yeah, yeah, that's Sophia that's Loren. That's who I'm thinking of. Okay, I didn't know yeah. who it was because I saw it quickly. And I was like, that, why would that be on, in the garage? That's what, but like that's a, what I said. We were looking at it. Yeah. There was a picture of Sophia Loren. I go, I guess this guy guys are really old. If it was, a re- if it was, they're really old. Would they have like Mary Pickford from the 20s <laughs> yeah. or Clara Bow or like you know whatever Shirley Temple or something? You know, knowing these guys were a couple of old Shirley perverts. Temple. You know, they had like Sophia Loren. You know, oh, the guy wanted a Shirley Temple drink early. Yeah, yeah. He did oh, want yeah, a Shirley yeah. Temple. Yeah, I mean, it was so odd. So anyway, these three fight it out. The, the the blonde girl fights it out with Neville Brand, who comes in, and, and she's so idiot that she has him pinned with a with a drill, and she like hits him, but it only like grazes him or something like that. She's throwing all these like you know wrenches at him, and he's like <laughs> he's like impervious to all. This and that's stuff. another time my sister chimed in and said, "If you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a dodgeball." Oh, <laughs> yeah, parts of it, because that was in that movie Dodgeball. Oh, well, yeah. like, I, like when they were going through training, the guy's throwing wrenches at him. Like, so if you can dodge the, a wrench, you can dodge a ball, you know. Oh, so God. Maybe yeah. laugh because I was like, ah, oh, cool. Yeah, so, I mean, you know, they, she she ends up getting drilled. So that was their, like, nod to, uh, you it, know, Not in a good her. way. Not in a good way, no. It, so. was, it, it was gory, but I thought it was going to be very gory or yeah. not. And, but it was kind of like, yeah, they didn't have enough budget. They didn't have budget you know? to make it gory or whatever. Because they had his, when, they, when she drilled beside him but they did the angle they did that squirting they did yeah, blood they did squirting the squirt, yeah. so I assumed that they were going to have some kind of weird explosion when she got uh, taken out just, just nothing they didn't want it to look too bad yeah know, probably so. So he's like, what is it? He drags her out and then like they cut to the other girl who's like like beat uh, like Tina Louise was trying to like siphon blood out of her yeah. and she wouldn't like do it or whatever so, so she elka bonged her with a bag so, of so like when tina left you know she got out and when she saw she got out and when like tina went into the room where all these like dead bodies were of her friend she elka bonged her like you said and like you know beat the crap out of her and took off it. you know which is like okay and somebody's doing off. something that's cool yeah, yeah only to be like followed by uh aldo ray so then so but then mechanic uh, number two yeah, yeah mechanic number two so then neville brand's got all hot and bothered for the other girl right the uh the other girl well, that's he, tied yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he was like choking her, and then he's like, Ugh, you know. He's, and then he unties her because he wants to get, you know, you know, get it on with her. Yeah, we're, we're gonna talk about the the brush move that he did. Oh, that's right. Did you notice that? Dude, totally copped a feel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he totally grabbed that boob. He was like, yeah. I, I, th- I, I noticed it the first time, but the second time I was, I said to Chris, yeah, look at, check it out. I think he did. Yeah, before he killed her, when like when that he was had, not uh, whoops. That was that was that planned. was like on purpose. I was like, hey, I'm only getting paid like you know 500 bucks this week. I'm gonna get some. You know, <laughs> some stuff out of it. That's right. Yeah, I forgot about that. So Neville Brand's going after the blonde, and he's getting ready to like, you know, bang her. And then like, still the idiots like sitting there all tied up. I'll kill you, you son of a bitch! And I'm like, you're not gonna do anything. You're a big yeah. wuss or whatever, you know. But she's able to like fight him off. I guess she gets like a wrench or whatever. Yeah, she hits him a couple times with like a a, a shovel or something like that. But then he then he he the, kills her. No, he, no, but it's funny the way he kills her, right? Because he's he's following her. And she's like fighting with him on the floor, and she's able to knock down the hydraulics. So as the hydraulics are coming oh, down, right. she's fighting with she him, and she and she bangs him on the head and knocks him down. But he's still around, so she ends up like tying his tying his shoelaces. So together, like, yeah. she couldn't get out of the she couldn't get out of the road, so she's an expert shoelace tire. Yeah. So she ties his shoelaces so he can't get up, and then the hydraulics crush him. They crush him. I he was holding her by her leg warmers. I was like. Are we going to see Death by Leg Warmers finally? I've never seen Death by Leg Warmers yet on on screen, but now she got away. So she's like, so she's, so he's dead. So she goes and unties, you know, the other guy. And then in the meantime, the other girl, the the one in the, you know, in her in her uh, underwear, she's she's escaping yeah. from the. Mm-hmm. No, hospital. she's there too. So she's in. She gets she gets yeah. into the van, and then Aldo Ray right gets into the van and takes off. And then, like, I guess they they take off, and then she, when he stops the car, she gets out, and Aldo Ray, what, does he go back, he goes, does he go back, does he kill her well, he, first? He sees that his friend is dead, he gets all that's right, wiped that's out right. about it, and of course, that's, by the way, that is uh, Neville Brand's last movie appearance s- scene, scene yeah. you know, way to way to go, right? So that's, that's it. Uh, that's they probably put that on his gravestone. <laughs> yeah. Star of Evil of the Night. Star of Evil of the Night, yeah. <laughs> Killed by hydraulics. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's right. So he goes back. He goes back, and he's pissed off that his buddies, 
No, he, that, and he dispatches of her quickly. But he dispatches of the girl, the the girl, the, in the, the girl in the pickup truck. He dispatches of her before he goes back, I think, doesn't he? Or because it's down to just the the guy who's tied up going, "I'll kill you," and then Margot Kidder lookalike. Yeah, or underwear girl. So so at some point somebody kills that second blonde, right? So the, look, the the girl that was in the hospital gets in the van, and the van ends up being the van that Aldo Ray is uh is uh is, is. Well, so she goes in and she goes into a shed to hide or whatever or right. something and she grabs an axe oh no she's the one that gets it yeah she gets yeah, the, the blonde yeah, makes it the, the blonde the makes it that's right okay i'm mixing it up so yeah he's just going after her because he, she was in the pickup he, and he noticed the other her. two are still in there in the there the only two are still so she ends up she somehow forgot how she, she gets an axe and she's trying to escape from him but he like he when well, he came across the body of his buddy, that's right. He that's didn't right. realize how exactly he died or who was involved. The other girl comes out, the that's brunette, right. and mm-hmm. he thinks that she has something to do with it per that's se. That's right. That's right. Yeah. And then they get into it. Right. And, then he and ends that's up that's when I said, ah, uh, eventually he killed my favorite girl. Yep. That's, and he, right. that's and right. Because they're doing like a Scooby Doo sneaking around thing, and I'm like, yeah. okay, this can wrap up anytime. So after he kills her, he axes her. He goes back. To the uh, to the the mechanics to the uh, auto shop mm. or whatever, and the other two the other two are untied or whatever, and then he gets into it with uh, you know the blonde boy or whatever, and then while that's going on, the two aliens that are left and their two nurses decide that they say that it's time See, to go. Yeah, Carradine and, and, yeah. uh, and, and this uh, is Catwoman. And this is the biggest huh of yeah. the entire movie. You want to tell it or should I? No, like the, ahead, uh, so. The guy's the, the teen boy is being ineffectual against a very older guy, and I'm like, okay, that's weird, but he's whatever. Fighting with <laughs> yeah, Ray, yeah. He's fighting with Alder. He's fighting with Alder Ray, and he's losing. And you're like, what? yeah, he's losing. He's yeah. losing, and she's just standing there, kind of watching he's this, crying and screaming. And the alien ship shoots the the mechanic as it's flying away, and just the end. And you're like, what? yeah, the <laughs> shoot, yeah. The, the, the the aliens decide that they have to go back. You know, their time is done. They're uh, their experiments, you know, they don't have time to finish them off or whatever. So they get back on their ship, and as they're leaving in their ship, it's like in outer space, like a million miles away. They shoot like a ray, and it just hits Aldo Ray. Yeah, and you're like, one, why would they do that? Two, <laughs> huh? Like it's the Aldo Ray. It's the Aldo Ray. Yeah, right. <laughs> and it's like, okay, and then it's like the end. And I'm like, oh, okay. I, I looked at the TV, and I literally went like, turned my head sideways like a dog, like, uh. Huh? Okay, I guess. And then the guy says to the girl, let's get the hell out of here, which is what everyone said at the end of the movie in the theater back in the day. Yeah, I don't think they stayed for the credits. Wow. So, anyway, that's the end, and this was a great... But I will say, you know... Were you entertained? We came out of a a long uh, dry spell. There was plenty plenty of boobs. Oh, Uh, yeah. yeah. yeah, We've been boobless for like four months. This is Four weeks, I mean, you know. Connie, was that her name? Connie. She didn't, she, she didn't serve him up. Neither no. did her friend Heather. No, no. Neither of them. Neither did the girl. I mean, they, 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 left, they left that to the pros in the beginning of the movie. Yeah, that's it. That's Pretty it, much. You know, but there was just so much of it, you're like, well, okay. You know. Pretty much, yeah. The teenagers mm. didn't serve him up or anything. Yeah. It was the pros that did. That's where the porn writer came in. He supplied the <laughs> He's like, the I boobs. give us a bag of Coke. I got a couple of girls. They'll <laughs> just get naked. No it doesn't problem. matter. Yeah, Yeah. so, yeah, you know, what can I tell you? This yeah. was one of the most confusing movies. Yeah. Like I said, the only reason I knew what was going on was because I read the, 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 the Wikipedia or the, the IMDb uh, page about what's this yeah, movie and, about. Yeah, I watched you know? it twice and I still screwed up on part of the plot. So <laughs> of course you, you did. <laughs> it's just a mess, you know. You're like, okay. Now, who who did this? Who, who was Marty Rustin, Marty Rustin, the producer. <laughs> did he do anything else? Was oh, yeah. Oh, he sure he did. He did a movie called The Bad Bunch, which uh, is called something else, which I can't repeat on, on here, but it has an N-word in it. That's mm. the name of the original title movie, but the oh, is song it the biker is, one? It's about a guy who comes back from not not oh, one of your okay, favorite okay. themes. No, no, I was thinking about the because uh, uh, you know there's a lot of those like the the black six and that no, kind of stuff. No, no, but he well, could have those. He might have. I don't know, but he was invo- he was responsible for Dracula versus Frankenstein with we, which, hmm. and he was inv- responsible for the female bunch with we, I think we watched also. So he's a, just a regular on our show. Yeah, yeah. he's a, he's been a regular. Yeah, he's a B movie guy uh, from the 60s and mostly 70s. Okay. And a little bit, a little bit of the 80s. The, the, this movie still has that. 70s crap all the feel to it so you know. oh yeah yeah sure so i guess that was the one of the few bright spots in it and and the actors were 
you know, kind of interesting to look at. Yeah. <laughs> There's yeah. a little bit of comfort and when you watch a movie, however bad it may be, seeing people that you, you know, that you've enjoyed their career. So, yeah. Nostalgia. Uh, yeah, Nostalgia. You know, it's always one of those things. Uh, you know. So we're gonna give it a rating, or you're gonna give yeah. it. Okay, a you guys, what are you, what are you guys gonna gonna hammer down on with this one? Ah, you know, surprisingly, I'm gonna give it a six, just for the cast. Mm. It elevates it beyond. I uh, can take it or leave it just because of the cast, but it yeah, is not. A, it is boobs. not a good movie. Yeah, boobs. Boobs. What are you gonna it is not a good movie. No, it's it's not. If, if you're looking for, hey, let's just watch an interesting, odd, but coherent movie. It's a zero. But if you're if you're a fan of the genre or certain idioms, and mm. yeah, you get to see Ginger and Catwoman, sure. John Carradine, and then uh, in the beginning you get to see some uh, nice, attractive, uh, half-nude women. So yeah. yeah, those are all pluses, I guess. So I, I will I'll probably also say a six. Yeah. Okay, this is one that I think if it would have not skirt the lines and just went with something, it would have been much more coherent, much also much more uh, higher rating because. It it was just kind of like a sampling of a lot of different genres, yeah, and it, it never was, did anything. Yeah. Like it could have been a really good horror movie with lots of boobs. It was a jack of all trades, but master of none. Exactly, and that's where where you're constantly like, what are, what are you trying to do? What are you trying to tell us? You know, <laughs> and that's fine. A lot of movies do that, but where they just try and just let's just do everything, and someone will see it. You know, you're like, oh, I don't know about that, but. All right, well, there you have it. If uh, are you gonna give it a rating? Are you gonna give six. it like a two? No, I said we're six. all gonna yeah, get oh, six, really? six, six. Yes, oh. it is Evils of the Night. Oh, <laughs> anyway, six point one. There okay, we go. there we okay. go. That's like no, we'll, we'll leave it at six. We'll leave it at the devil. So if you want to watch the devil, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Yep. So all right, thanks for stopping by. Joust is great to having you. And uh, great that's being it for here this week. That's it. I don't got anything. Else. We'll see y'all next week. Same bad time, same bad channel.